Hello everybody, welcome back to Robot Attack. My name is Scatterswan5, and uh, today we have, of course, our great guest, Beskar Snake. How are you? Oh, not too bad, just back here as always. You know, back ready, here. To talk, ready to talk some, some awesome games and have some fun. Yeah, great, great. And of course, well, oh, new, well, somewhat now third podcast guest, third time charm, is Zach Fierce is a return guest. How are you? Hey guys, glad to be here, doing alright today. Yeah, thank you for uh, your time again, and uh, I'm sorry about the long uh, schedule, <laughs> trying to schedule everyone. <laughs> it's hard to schedule three people at once, but here we are, we're here. So I appreciate your time. Um, again, it's, it's awesome. So, uh, quickly, uh, I'll make the same joke as I did last time. Three words, uh, the, the, three word, three games that you played last time well generally lately let's just go with that <laughs> go okay. what have you playing lately you want to go best guy oh, <laughs> sure i um i finally finished final fantasy 16 um got that mm-hmm. knocked out i there, i want to do more with it but i was trying to hold off starting anything new I was, I was trying to be good and finally finish a game before i start another game um so powered through the main story of that i still want to go back and do a lot of side quests and everything um a, of course, with the other smatterings of actually in in uh, preparation for this, I got myself back into the mindset. Play a little bit of Bombfest. Uh, if, if anybody does not know not, that game, not sponsored. Please go check that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I, I don't know why. But I, I bring I, that up. Or I would. I, it I would head, agree. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, and one other game. Let's see. I, I was focusing mainly on Final Fantasy. Um, uh, of course, playing. Oh my goodness! It just completely jumped out of my brain. Uh, we'll just we'll just say uh, FIFA. Um, <laughs> I did play some. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll run with that. Of course, every time Scouter asks that, you know, everything your, blood, your brain just brain. stops talking. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so so yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, leave it at that one. <laughs> I was just about to start writing my three down, so I didn't forget because oof, that's tough. I've been. <laughs> let's see. Um, today I was playing Prey, the 2017 remake. Um, I'd forgotten that it's one of my favorite games and favorite, uh, I don't know, Half-Life-like, System Shock-like. Um, it's it's still phenomenal. It holds up incredibly well. I was looking for mods and then thought, probably doesn't need any. And so far, it's been very satisfying, um, just on its own. But a wonderful title. Um, definitely going to go on sale whenever there's a sale, but I can't recommend it enough. Um, I've been playing Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which has been incredibly, surprisingly fun and interesting. Um, they've got a really... Well, it's, it's, it's tricky. The dialogue is the best part. Uh, the characters are constantly bickering and talking amongst each other, and you're constantly giving choices that feel like they are world-shaking <laughs> as far as your team staying together or what you do and it's just fun it's 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 hanging out with friends you didn't know you had um and that's very satisfying um beyond that let's see i played uh the payday 3 open beta uh last weekend and uh already pre-ordered my copy which i've pre-ordered three games in my whole life <laughs> borderlands 2 Borderlands 3 and Payday 3. Um, and so I'm very stoked for this Thursday. I didn't pay the extra, what, $30 to pay it to play it today, but it was tempting. Nice, nice. Saladric, speaking of Borderlands, it's hard to see, but the uh, Ooh, loot chest uh, back there oh, shoot. from the, uh, the Borderlands 3 Collector's <laughs> Edition because I'm a child and we're, we're fun, big nerds. fancy, cool. But, oh, <laughs> very good. Have the other stuff spread out, but yeah, solid choices, solid. Games. I can't, man. I feel like, ooh, I can't back that up. So uh, <laughs> we uh, did a live stream of Sims Four for a different charity this weekend for whales and dolphins. Uh, awesome. We raised one fifty-two, which is I'm pretty happy with that, honestly. As and the the team was super supportive, so kudos to them as well. They're from I think the UK, and they came. I mean, we streamed at twelve, but. Um, they came, even though it was seven for them, but still, 
Um, they were, had a long weekend, so I appreciate them stopping by. Um, of course, uh, we've been playing, actually, I think I mentioned this last time, but uh, we've been playing uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is a Dead by Daylight kind of spoof, but strictly uh, Texas Chainsaw. So um, you get to either play as a family or victims, and just you only get one chance of killing them and whoever wins wins kind of thing pretty fun i'd recommend uh it's, it's in beta uh, right now so it's still slowly slowly getting there it's a little tweaks but it's a lot of fun i'd recommend it uh i did play a star wars rogue so i will mention that mm. for you best car snake or is it star wars sorry rogue squadron rogue star squadron i played a little bit and it reminded me that i need to play controller with those type of games because <laughs> it is very difficult to uh you know it's very finicky on keyboard and mouse so yeah anyways let's uh dive deep into it so if you're new uh to this uh we talk about video games every month and um zach has been here before so we thought let's do an update with him and what he does now because it's been a long time and he's doing some great stuff uh so i i just want to cover I'm gonna try to start, all right, with the, the history of Zach, all right. See if I if I nailed every one of them that I know. Well, within reason, Bomb Fest, right? And then we got Zardy's Maze. <laughs> you know, as far as releases are concerned, you're right. But I helped with the the porting and programming of Earth Knight, which was an indie game that uh, Nintendo featured in their uh, indie direct. Years and years ago, wow. or indie showcase. Um, Crazy. So I'm in the credits somewhere in that one. Wow! <laughs> but it was fun. Got to work with the team one. and um, discuss some of their object pooling and garbage collection methods and why their game wasn't running as well on Switch or PlayStation. Um, and got it soaked up and working. So nice, <laughs> nice. And then, man, I feel like. Now I'm at a standstill of what else was released by you. Um, You've got Zardes, so... Um, that's all I, that's that all was, I needed. I was the lead developer of Zardes <laughs> Maze, um, which is free on Steam for PC and Mac, if you're interested. It is hard. I will. It, I played it a little bit, and I was like, I need to come back to this, because it's... <laughs> it, it, is, it is challenging. <laughs> well, but, well, but a good challenge. Blisteringly hard, I would say. Um, I can't beat it half the times I try. Um, and the challenge is, I don't... Um, I have not beaten the hardest challenge. I, I, I cheat to make sure it works um, when I play it in the dev build. But um, oh, you hear it here first. The, even the own developer <laughs> can't even beat his own game. Uh, we're good. What am I missing? I feel. I feel Let's like I see. know. I feel like I. Um, man, I should have studied that's on this. Really, <laughs> that's really the big ones. Um, I've done so many prototypes over the years and some that you can still play today. Um, but it's really what I got cooking now. It's more interesting. I've been not out of the game, just developing and unable yes. to talk about stuff for a while. And then do you so, still do some teaching and stuff as well, correct? Or is that kind of... Let's see. I, uh, I moved to Oklahoma for three years and kind of um, that kind of threw everything for a loop and was only <laughs> doing remote work from there. Um I'm excited to do some training and tutoring. Actually, I was doing um, tutoring, um, what was that, a few weeks ago uh, for a multiplayer project. Anyways, yes, I'm, I'm definitely passionate about the teaching and um, any anybody who's interested in game development, um, I want to see your idea come to life and make it happen. So, sweet, do it. Sweet. Awesome. So, let's talk about the upcoming games that it's going to be hopefully released so remind me <laughs> when it's going to be released i don't even think i'm looking through your twitter posts it's going to be this fall <laughs> correct yeah uh, so skatefish or sorry yeah. you got it so skatefish is is coming to mobile um this is the the pax Ooh. demo we had at pax west uh a few weeks ago and yeah it's it's goofy and exciting uh, it is. It's a primarily, I would say, skateboarding game. So I can swipe here to move and put my fingers on the board. And when I'm on the ground, I can use my fingers to flip and do the tricks just like they were the skater's legs. 
<laughs> so it's as if you are tech deck, but on your phone. Um, but in reality, it's a fishing game. So I'm going to go look for a fish here. And your job is to go fishing, catch some fish, and the only way to catch them is to impress them. So I'm going to divert here. I'm going to Ollie Nose Grab. excited for this game. I'm going to get the rail here. There we go. We got a 5 0 grind. I'm going to try and shove off of that. And almost got that meter full. I've not played through a camera before, so. He did good. Myself. There we go. 18 inch largemouth bass. Not bad. Um, I, I... But it's. It's goofy. It's it's fun. Um, dare I say, there's nothing like it on the market, which is what I go for when it comes to making games. And yeah, it'll be coming. Um, it'll be coming this fall. Um, I am working. I'm working very hard to get all the last little features in that I can uh, before launch, and then planning what'll come after launch. So, so, so tell me that soon. How much do I have to throw at this? How much do you have to throw at a free game? Um, it's free. What? It's going to be free to play. Uh, uh, my my goal with the monetization is you can watch an ad, um, get a small to to save some time. You can, if you really for some reason want to, drop a buck. Um, or uh, okay. right now I've planned to buy out. Um, and all the monetization here is definitely up in the air. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt if it's changed when it comes out. But um, I love. Um, it's a single-player game, but it's still not uh, a pay-to-win game. It's a pay-to-save-a-little-time, but even then, you can just watch an ad and get uh, the, the similar effect. So, yeah, nice. uh, you'll be able to pick it up. You'll be able to skate, fish, and um, do it for free. Tell your friends, and if you really like it, drop, uh, drop a little cash on an in-app, and uh, it would mean a lot. So look forward to that soon. I'm excited. I just want to say really quick, first of all, I'm been watching you post about this and everything and it is the the fact that you even said tech deck just a second ago and just had that <laughs> fingerboard explosion, uh, I mean fingerboard right <laughs> explosion in the back of the nostalgia of you know everybody that i knew had one nobody could do anything with it are you kidding me i don't have the, nobody did the commercials get out of here with that that was on strings or something right <laughs> Even just seeing you playing it now and just seeing that fluidity and just kind of the way that in your brain you thought you were with the tech deck, but now you can actually see that in real time digitally exactly. and you're catching a fish. Come on, <laughs> get out of here. That's, that's, that's incredible. Um, and again, such a unique idea. Um, going back really quick. I know I'm going way off topic here, um, as we always do. But with Final Fantasy 15, some of the most fun I had in that game was the fishing for no mm. reason at all. Sure. You know, so yeah. so just to add, take something like you know, I grew up playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and things like that. So to add that in with a fishing mechanic, and I don't even fish in real life, <laughs> and, and and just the thought that you know what, I want to catch all these fish, you know. Yeah. That it's like you said, unlike anything that I can even imagine, and just process in my head of, oh, that's an idea that I had as a kid. No, I didn't. Absolutely not. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll stop gushing for a second. (laughs) But yeah, I I definitely had that passion and grew up with with Tony Hawk's. Um, Let's see, I had up to Underground, which I've been told is the right place to stop. Yes, Um, (laughs) agreed. Agreed. I loved, I loved, I, I spent a lot of time in the level editor and making goofy rail racetracks where you, you pick a rail and you try not to fall off as you go around the figure eight. But um, <laughs> yeah, the fishing and mini, and for some reason, it's so visceral in games and it is so relaxing and satisfying. And I had the harebrained idea of how can I combine these two? So you put a path around a pond or on the side of a, a reservoir like that I was showing you there. That's the newest one. Um, and you go swimming, at least. <laughs> you don't go swimming, you go fishing. I've got some recommendations to, to take it onto the waves and do a, a surfboard variation or a, a ski variation, but there's nothing like a skateboard because you can't kickflip a, a wakeboard. You might Not be able to yet. kickflip a wakeboard. Not that um, but... <laughs> please, please investigate even, uh, that and report back to us. I... Uh, in some ways, Bombfest kind of created Skatefish because um, when you submit a game to 
um, ID at Xbox. Um, little known is if you submit a game and it goes through ID at Xbox and you run into, um, oh gosh, I'm going to flip the name, so I'm not going to try. Uh, the guy who heads it up uh, ran into him at, at uh, GDC, gave me a card, and this card says, go here, hand this card to somebody. I went, I handed the card to somebody, and they pulled a skateboard out from under a table and handed it to me. <laughs> Release a game on idea through ID at Xbox. Get a skateboard. Um, they have a new design every year, so I've got the, the the what is it? Wow, the 2019 design. And I went home and got some trucks and some wheels and some bearings, and I've been trying to learn how to skate. <laughs> so in some nice. ways, uh, the demo has my board in it um, nice. as the as the example right now, and I'm probably going to have to replace it because I need my own designs. But yeah, in some ways, Bombfest uh, led to this goofy idea coming next. That's awesome. Who knew? I'm just waiting for Zardy's maze to be incorporated somehow then. <laughs> oh, gosh. Tough to run away from Pumpkin Jack when uh, you can only stick to a line. <laughs> Trip over a corn cob or something. And... Oh, man. So, I... so sorry. I, I will say, um, so what what is the protocol with the so i've been watching you stream for i don't know since we met honestly uh mm-hmm. about I, I honestly couldn't remember now of you developing this castle archering game so what's what's mm-hmm. the word on that oh man let's see was that was that the dodgeball one no it's like or... the shooting air you're like in a castle and mm-hmm. let me pull up that new stream oh let me know i and and you're not crazy because when I streamed, I, I had a period of time where I would do two hour streams and I would make a game every stream. Oh yeah. And then immediately publish it to it. Yep. Um, yep. I did it for three hours too. I was paid to do three hour games <laughs> wow. at one point, which was wild, um, for educational purposes. And I pushed most of those to itch as well. Um, let me know. I'm trying to think of the archery one. I've recently been working uh, on a dodgeball prototype. Um, head where... light. Headlight. Oh, which one? Headlight. Headlight. Are you ready yeah. for that? I had dumb names for all of them, which <laughs> a wild, a wild <laughs> herd of peasant. The, at least that was your stream title. Oh, peasant. Yeah. Okay. So, um, peasant. Yeah. Um, that's been one of my longest running prototypes. <laughs> I should have remembered because the archery was. I, I made some of the more interesting top-down archery than I thought I could design for that project and got it working but yeah peasant is actually still in the works um i've adapted it to another project right now and i hope to go back and do the medieval combat themed version uh it's currently a restaurant game (laughs) where you cook burgers (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay Um, i was gonna ask on that but uh twitter and facebook that is the current iteration of peasant um and... Was that the uh, putting fryers in boxes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. There yep. you go. You're up to yep. date. That was my okay. last post. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm programming. Uh, reorganizing the restaurant live uh, during during gameplay, so that you don't have to go to a separate uh, level editor mode. You can just level edit from the game. Um, and better yet, you can do it with multiplayer. Uh, very very played up esque, where played up lets you reorganize the the restaurant. They're kind of overcooked, except roguelike, and you design, you move everything around inside your kitchen and your store. Um, so definitely taking the best elements of the big cooking games out there. But my thought was, what if you could hold an endless number of things and you had to design burgers by picking up every ingredient in the right order? <laughs> oh, um, and that's basically oh, gameplay. So you pick up the bottom bun, and then the pickles, and then the burger, and the cheese. Uh, I think the official order is lettuce, tomato, onion top bun and if i get condiments working they'll go on one of the buns uh probably split them just to be best but it's it's a lot of fun um i'm here's a deep cut um i was a homestuck nerd back in the day early college and it's not worth getting into it's a it's one of those fandoms that people get really sucked into and they and they proselytize and they they try and sell everyone on. It's a webcomic. It's very long. Um, it's very odd. has an odd sense of humor. One of the things they did in that comic was 
everyone had an inventory that was based on a data structure and programming. Um, so when you picked up things or you tried to take things out of your bag, they had to come in and out or a certain order. So it was a queues and stacks were popular there. So you put something in, you could only get the oldest thing out of your bag. Or you put something in, you could only get the newest. So if there's something in there, you have to pull everything out first. That's how this game works. You hold a stack of things, or you hold a queue of things, because when you drop something, you push it from the bottom. But when you grab new things, you put them on top of the stack. But every counter is a stack, like a stack of dishes. When you put stuff on it, you stack it from bottom to top, but then you take the top dish first. So you've got stacks in the world and a queue in your hands, and you need to do the logic of, okay, what order do I take things out, put them back down, or reorganize to make sure I've got things in the right order? It's uh, it's it's almost a, a nerdy programming joke, basically, but it's accessible enough that I've got people who don't program who give it a shot and they're like oh yeah i get this i gotta flip this this many times and i gotta drop the cheese over here because it's in the wrong order in the stack um anyways it's i don't think a game has approached data structures like this before and that's that's the gimmick with this it's data structures except you're running a pub <laughs> what a what a turnover kind of went from <laughs> archery fighting to flipping burgers Oh gosh, and that's only the start. I've got five other <laughs> prototypes I'm working on right now, and I've been and I've, I've been watching you stream that for like I don't know, like like I said, years, and I just feel like I just did a 180 on it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and no worries, peasant. As it stands, the medieval combat is my biggest dream. I have big plans. It was just too big, mm. so I'm scaling it back into something I know I can do, okay. and then I'm going to build up to it. Looking forward to that it. That was Bombfest. Bombfest was peasant. It was a prototype called Well Wishes. And you can still download one of the oldest prototypes of it on Itch. Um, and it was a medieval combat game with physics. Um, and that was the dream. Um, but my goodness, there's there's just so much to get it right that I don't have currently have the skills for. So I'm teaching myself through every prototype how to get a little better. This burger one was netcode. Um, so I'm doing netcode for game objects in Unity. And it works <laughs> surprisingly uh netcode shouldn't be shouldn't come this easily but it, so far it's come easily to me which is a huge blessing get so. out of here you know what you're doing <laughs> regardless come expect... this easily. On. everything from here on out my goal is to make it online multiplayer and just the burger one already is so we'll go from there nice Nice. All right. Cool. Can, uh, can I push somebody's other, somebody else's stack over and make them reorganize everything, <laughs> <laughs> or throw something at a stack and it ends up randomly Ooh. inside somewhere? Oh, that that could that could lead oh, to like some fights shuffling. between me and Scouter. <laughs> just you just jam something into mine. I push all of his dishes off the counter, so he's got to restack them. Hmm. And just you know, just just ask him. Just throw just, it out. There. You know, just it's it's co-optional, <laughs> right? It's not cooperative. It's co-optional. Yes. yes. Nice. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, what, you know, you're, now this is the first mobile game that I know of. Uh, so what, how does that, like, I, I can't even wrap my head around how you even would even put that on mobile and the amount of information, like, so it's just like, talk, talk to me mobile. like, talk to, talk to me like I'm five. How How would I do that how would yeah and also say, i heard it's easier to do it on mobile than like on steam and stuff anyway but you you could tell ooh, is it let's see uh, i'll tell you i'll tell you the biggest differences yeah um the big two i think of is monetization and input mm-hmm. um when it comes to input a lot of these days a lot of games support usb controllers so you can just plug in you can sync up your xbox controller uh maybe your dual sense even um, I, I've heard rumors of Switch controllers, half Joy-Cons working too, but I have yet to see that. Um, you, uh, input is a unique challenge. When it comes to games, usually using keyboard, mouse, controller, now you've got touch. And you can try and, a lot of games will try and replicate a controller input. They'll have a virtual joystick, virtual buttons, and okay, that's fine, but they don't give you the feedback that a button would. When you're looking for the A button on a GameCube controller, you know it's the big one, and you know it's right under your thumb, and the B, you just gotta slide a little bit to the left to hit. When you're on a phone, if you're not looking, you can't find the button. (laughs) Especially if you're playing multiple games that have slightly different layouts. I 
call me old, but that's where I struggle with mobile games is we're trying to recreate something that we can't make in on a, on a flat touchscreen. So my thought is, okay, what is a touchscreen good at? Um, taps and swipes and dragging and precision with those things. So Skatefish goes hard into touch input. I wrote a touch input wrapper on Uni's wrapper because its wrapper didn't do enough. Um, so I've got swipe support, I've got drag, positional dragging, and other um, detections so I can make Skatefish feel as much like a tech deck as I can. And you're not going to do that on anything else. Like People have asked, hey, is this coming to PC? Is this coming to Switch? And I have to tell them, I can't. <laughs> what these, Those devices were not built with multi-touch in mind. Um, the one thing... Actually, I just made a one-finger touch mode for um, the game, which will be available at release. Uh, so we could do PC, potentially, if you used a mouse. It's not fun, but that's how I test it when I test it in editor. Uh, the only other option we thought is maybe I'll release the first Steam game that's exclusive to the Steam Deck that can't be played on PC because of the two little haptic pads. Please do. I could have, have those be each of the I feet. That. <laughs> so yes. I've got some ideas, and they're yes. not all good. Um, but touch input is the key with mobile, and making good use of it that takes advantage of the hardware without trying to replicate something that doesn't feel half as good, I think is key. Um, just like any device, just like VR. We haven't found the best way to play VR yet, but when we play shooters, it's mouse, W, A, S, and D, right? Or it's it's the two-stick controls. It's no more of this you turn with A and D and you can't aim up and down like like um, the original, that was Doom, right? I don't think I'm Quake. Regardless, there's Doom. <laughs> we've we've created this kind of standardization of PC, and there's there's always going to be variants. People trying new things. We don't have it for VR and for mobile. We're trying really hard to avoid it, <laughs> but okay. we got to take advantage of the of the interface and get the most out of it versus trying to replicate things that'll never be as good. So that's one. Um, if you've got thoughts before I go on the monetization rant. <laughs> That's fine. Go. Um, so monetization is the other thing. Uh, most mobile games are free. And if they aren't free, they're usually $1 or they're Final Fantasy VII and they're $14. Yeah, they are. Which is bonkers to me that you could Agreed. sell a game for more than $2 on an app store. But they do. Um, let's see. I have paid for, I think, a $7 mobile game before. Uh, and it was worth it. It's still on my phone even. Um Actually, I've done that twice. Yeah, and those aren't even... Anyways, regardless, monetization's weird because people don't want to download download a game and be asked for 10 bucks um, or anything. And you've got to think about how monetization fits in your gameplay because unlike a premium game where you buy it, you've got it, or a subscription service where you're paying for the subscription and you get the benefits, how do you do something where payment can be sporadic or random or not at all? and still expect to make some money. Which, unfortunately, we have to make money from our games so that we can keep making them, which is the, the sad truth of it. So opt-in ads is huge. Having a game where a player can choose to watch an ad, you say, hey, here's your reward. Would you like 50% more? Watch an ad and support me. I love it. I opt-in every time because I'm like, ooh, I'm helping the developer and I'm getting a benefit. And it's it doesn't feel like cheating. <laughs> That's key, too. Um, but... Uh, monetization is such a struggle. I've been going back and forth on Skatefish. Right now, my idea is, okay, this will save you, I don't know, um, X amount of time, less than a day, like an hour, maybe a few hours. But it's not going to push you ahead of someone else who's not waiting to, to who, who's waiting to play the same thing. For example, maybe the fish spawn over time. Maybe a pond fills up with six fish, you catch all six, you wait 30 minutes for one to spawn, or you watch an ad, and it spawns one immediately. That seems fair to me, and it's if for a free game, the fact that you get to play it all is pretty fair, um, more than fair. But it is such a struggle to find something that feels good, one, in your heart, and two, for the people who will be playing your game and don't want to feel like, oh, well, I'm not experiencing the game until I drop five bucks or buy the season pass deal, or, oh, my friends are going to get ahead of me and, and they're going to they're gonna 
whoop me next time we play and it's going to suck. You want them to feel like, oh, I'm doing this because I enjoy the game, I'm supporting the developer, or, oh, I've got a buck to spare, let's get this little XP boost or whatever, um, and, you know, I'll, I'll enjoy it because I've, I've got, the, I've got the, the income or just a buck hanging around. I've done enough Google surveys in the Google Rewards app to get the free money. Um, I've got $9 in Google Rewards right now. I've been doing a lot of surveys. And I'm gonna use it to like rent a movie or something. <laughs> but if not, I'll use it to buy a buy one of the the less ridiculous uh, bundles in Marvel Snap. Maybe um, they're all ridiculous. Yes. There's oh, another oh, conversation. Yeah. Um, the bundles oh, yeah. all suck. Don't buy them. Um, play the I game. It's I fun though. I spent a cent on that game, but I've put way too many hours into it. Oh, we'll get into that. Love it. I haven't done my dailies today. Um, but yeah, monetization and touch input are the two biggest things. Green probably comes into play. Um, it's I I design mobile games for for a vertical when I can because it feels better to hold your phone that way, um, and it adds accessibility. If you can play one-handed, all of a sudden, and you don't require two hands to play something, that's an accessibility feature. And honestly, I'd rather play a game with one hand and commit two hands and feel like anything else I'm doing in my life is a distraction or a nuisance. Hmm. But yeah, that's I guess that's three quick hits, uh, two slow hits, one quick hit on mobile development and what kind of sets it apart from other other uh, platforms. Well, yeah, I never thought of that <laughs> that way. That's interesting, amazing, Wild, right? Crazy. Uh, I think uh, Best Draft Snake, I have to believe, is now your turn. If you don't mind, I don't have any questions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> sent you them, sir. <laughs> So, you know, you're talking about developing and, and everything. What is kind of the current status of your team? You know, do you have a team? Is it all you? Are you just grinding away at the, the, the millstone, you know, just working sure. your knuckles to the bone? Or, you know, or do you have kind of a team that's helping you, supporting you, and, and everything in that regard? Yeah. So I'm allowed to talk about Zardy's Maze 2, the sequel. What? Um, <laughs> which exclusive here. On, <laughs> program. Um, <laughs> we've been throwing those out there for a few months now. Um, but I'm lead developer again, and we've got a small team uh, working on that. Um, I'm not producing it. I didn't produce the first one, uh, so I'm working under a team. Uh, but I've been able to offer a lot of design input and uh, feel like it's as much my baby as everybody else's. Um, and that's been great. It's honestly small teams I find are, are the best when you can talk with anybody at the drop of a pin and get help or pass an idea along. Um, for Skatefish, uh, there's two tiers of teams I work with. I'm working directly with one other team member uh, for the art right now um, who's uh, designing all the fish. Um, I'm not sh I can't remember where we're at with disclosing that, so I'm not going to disclose their name at this time, but um, I'll have to double check with them. Um, yeah, doing incredible art for the character and the fish, and like they they really pop, and I can't do that level of art, so it was necessary. On the other hand, on the other level, I'm working with Whitethorn, like I did for Bombfest. Um, Whitethorn. Oh, wow. Bombfest was released under Whitethorn Digital, who's now Whitethorn Games, mm. um, and they'll be releasing. Bombfest was the first game chronologically Whitethorn yeah. released, and this will be their first mobile first game they'll be releasing. Nice. Uh, so once awesome. again, I am helping them break new ground and being the guinea pig to their their pipeline of development and release. So. Mm. I'm more than honored <laughs> to do the hard stuff and help answer some tough questions with them. But they're providing all sorts of marketing, um, accessibility, um, testing, and uh, some engineer help with uh, porting. Um, I've been told there's an iOS version. I haven't seen it myself, um, but so far reports have been good, which is very fun because uh, as an Android guy, I want to make sure I can meet both markets, uh, even if iPhone is the less popular one. Fantastic. I, I thought, I believe our last conversation podcast we had, I believe you said, you know, your team ended with after Bombfest. So I guess like, how does that, how do they, I guess, contact you again? Or like to be like, hey, yeah. uh, can we yeah, get you back it's, again? Or... <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. um, when I've been, in some ways, 
my company, um, which goes by Sudden Event, is just me. I've never hired anybody to Sudden Event. Um, I've only contracted people out for work. Um, and I've really never considered expanding it. Um, uh, but as far as doing works on projects, I think of it like making movies. Um, when you start to spin up a movie, you look into your contacts, you pull up your Rolodex, and you pick your top names, and you pull in some old people, pull in some new people. When it's done, uh, either there's a sequel planned, and you're already filming it, or you part ways. And who knows, when you spin up the next one, maybe that's what you need. Um, I worked with a incredible 3D artist, uh, Marissa Hike for Bombfest, and um, she did fantastic work and was good to work with. And when I started up Skatefish, I realized, okay, I don't have a 3D need for this, but I have a 2D need. So I went out and looked for a 2D artist. Um, and yeah, I, I see it as, for this project, what team do I need to accomplish this goal? And when this one's done, uh, we'll see what comes next and what it'll need, and then we'll see who I reach out to. But yeah, yeah, less so of this is my development company of these this small group of people, and more so, okay, here's the project. Who do we need to make this done? Who are the star players? And just recruiting that that dream team uh, to get it done. Nice. 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 If you ever need testers, you know I'm yeah, just Yeah, just ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, so you, you kind of touched on this a lot with just how ideas sort of flow in your head and how they kind of morph over time. What is sort of in a nutshell your approach to maintaining an audience? You know, like mm. you said, putting skatefish out there. There's nothing out there like that. You know, I, I can't look for <laughs> skating, fishing, you know, whatever game. Obviously, right. that, that's going to get a hold of some people's attention, hopefully a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, kind of, kind of what is your approach to sort of maintaining an audience even if you know long after your development hand is in it and it, it's done how do you how do you kind of approach to keep people engaged yeah i'd say there's there's two halves to that and that's pre-release and post-release as far as pre-release it is incredibly difficult and especially for me um i love going on podcasts talking about things with people um but i hate being in front of large audiences <laughs> Um, so putting myself out there is horrible. Uh, right. If anybody gets bored, look up the varial kickflip video for Skatefish I recorded. Um, that is my manic energy of, I hate doing this, but I have to. Let's at least make it entertaining. Um, <laughs> more so in the audio than in the video, because they all look the same. Um, but it's just me being upset that that's the seventh video I produced in that same day um, for the game. Um, yeah, it's pre like pre-release is incredibly difficult especially with how saturated the market is these days um my biggest advice is get in front of people whenever you can um don't turn down opportunities if there's a if there's a chance that someone will do you well um <laughs> that no one will edit this interview uh to take my words out of context and i don't have time for that Zach. horrible <laughs> <laughs> and, and i don't have the skills uh, for it <laughs> no worries um and make personal intentional relationships was the biggest piece of advice i have i love volunteering um my time or my effort i go to game development groups and while i've got like a handful of people that i'm looking forward to saying hi to um it is always my goal to find the person no one's talking to and be like hey um, what's your interest in game development? What are you trying to do? How can I help? Because uh, one, that's so rewarding. Um, I go there not so much to like, I don't know, um, like meet a need of my own directly. But if I can meet somebody else's need, that almost meets my own need in a way. It's it's rewarding in an intrinsic way versus an extrinsic one. Um, and a lot of those intentional relationships have been the most valuable and honestly when it comes to releasing games they don't make the most money unless you get really big or have a really good hit but the contract work i've gotten between the games i've worked on and the projects that i can't talk about um, has been from intentional relationships and growing through there so i know i've got champions who will back me up because it's one day in the past i found them and backed them up um that's been huge, and that's one of those that really doesn't 
pay dividends if you look at it directly, but I know it does in the long run because people talk to people and your reach becomes their reach and ideas will get out there. But pre, pre-release is so difficult. It's so tough just because of how many games are out there and how hard it is, honestly, how expensive it is to get in front of people's faces. If they saw Skatefish, I think they'd be hooked. If they saw Bombfest, <laughs> I presented I it better joke. than I presented Bombfest um, in the commercial that I paid to put in front of people's faces, uh, they would have been hooked. And yeah, that's my goal here. I've got goofy ideas and um, I hope that people enjoy them. Post-release is uh, similar, but I think easier story. Um, people are going to like your game. It might be five, it might be 5,000, but interact with them directly. Answer their questions to the best of your ability. Be honest at all times. Um, it, there are times when you shouldn't be candid and you shouldn't share the deep truths of the development of your game, but in most cases you should. Like, don't tell them exactly how many sales you had yesterday or you know what percentage you're paying to certain people on your team. Um, <laughs> but um, unless unless you deem that valuable in the moment and you're okay with the people who um, also uh, may want to protect that information are okay with you sharing it. Um, yeah, but just be intentional with people uh, as well as, I mean, the big one is I've got post-launch plans, post-release plans for Skatefish. We're going to add new fish. We're going to add new locations. I promised seven. I definitely don't have seven right now uh, locations for you to fish at, but I will get seven. And if it it takes me a few months to do so. There will be seven different places or more to fish at, and it'll be a grand old time. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. Maintaining audience and getting one and maintaining one is the hardest thing in any development, games development as it is. Um, so, oof, I wish I had better, more applicable advice, but uh, hopefully something there inspires somebody to go out and make a real connection with someone and... Uh, grow their audience that way even if it feels slow i mean i'd say with the first i remember back in the first bomb fest and that on kickstarter and then you know unfortunately failing i, I feel like that mm-hmm. that fail was essentially like that was you probably really introducing yourself to people because you know mm-hmm. you're pretty close i will say you almost hit your goal unfortunately <laughs> it is what it is but like and then that second time was really mm-hmm. i felt for me as a backer of that uh like i felt like definitely more like okay now i have this audience interested in this let's do it again mm. you know i will say you know it seemed like definitely like okay now i gotta push it again but you know a little bit so yeah i could see that what you just mm. mentioned what my experience with you <laughs> is is awesome <laughs> I'm sure I talked about Kickstarter last time, but the cliff notes from that was super valuable for me. Mm. It showed me how many people I could reach directly. Right. That number was friends, family, and fools. Um, we were um, the fools. That... No. <laughs> <laughs> there were some oddballs in there that I didn't know that donated a lot. And I'm not going to say that they were fools. Um, that's just how the, the quote goes, friends, right. family, and fools. No, when you're looking for funding, you look for the three Fs. Um but it, it really showed me what my personal reach was and and what following I had that was passionate about it. Um, there are people there who backed it that I know have not played it. Not because they didn't like it, but because they're like, I want to support a cool idea that you're doing, even if I don't play video games. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> right. Great. No, cool. That, that's, I, I, first off, real quick, uh, I'm a huge fan of puns, and I don't know if they were intentional or not, but I appreciated Hook. <laughs> real and goofy um that was that was awesome because yeah. they were so smooth like i said i don't know if oh, they were playing or not. i, I, I did call it out when I'm in front of people i did um, call it I, out. I, 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 to be real. I love it i always love a good pun and when you nail three from the skatefish <laughs> I'm, I'm even more sold on the game already oh i've spent those now <laughs> i'm gonna have to think of some more i'll have to switch it up so no I'll no keep they're 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 solid just keep you can run with those and you can have some more if you want all right, as long as they're not boneless. All right. Nice. All right, now it's a stretch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so also, you you briefly mentioned Zardy's Maze 2 and, you know, some other projects that are kind of rolling around your brain. 
is there any you know inside scoop that even if even if no names even if no nothing are there some other ideas that you have that you're allowed to mention <laughs> that you want to mention you know for you know post skatefish obviously you're working on skatefish getting that ready polished mm. and you mentioned the post release for that but are there any other little you know fun fun projects in the works that we can look forward to i keep thousands of notes in google keep <laughs> and i have six right now that are painted red near the top of the list okay. because they're my six most promising prototypes um i'll give you a couple here um let's see oh this is weird i want to do a rhythm minecart racing game where you are in a minecart <laughs> and you have to donkey kong 64 style lean left and right jump duck to music commander video style basically a beat trip um is it beat trip runner um i'm gonna get that name wrong too that was what that was game was in the indie boom i should know it um yeah it's it's commander video meets donkey kong and you are racing other people with down a minecart track where you have to dodge things to a beat and the more accurate you are the faster you go and you'll be able to overtake other people um so there's one goofy idea uh this is i'm working on a a game where you an old western game where you spend the entire game on top of a moving train and your job is to rob the train while another team tries to rob the train and throw it onto your like throw it to the carriage that's riding along um for your 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 buddies to take away the ill-gotten gains you're hopping into passenger cars you're hopping out you're swinging to the side of storage carts all the while trying to shoot down the opposition and steal as much as you can so the train will go into a tunnel and you have to duck or else you get smacked against the side of the mountain or um, you're over a bridge and you can kick people off and they they tumble off down to the abyss um, just a real goofy you just have a six shooter and you're on the back of a moving train but getting the train physics to work is going to be the challenge of that and then finally, dodgeball. It's one I was um, working on most recently, um, and that's that's just a goofy, goofy idea where you're playing dodgeball, but you're also playing meta dodgeball. You got a dodgeball field, but you also can walk off the field into your tank to shoot dodgeballs out of the tank cannons to try and destroy the other team's tank. <laughs> And then you hop back out and throw a dodgeball and get somebody out in the field, pick up some more dodgeballs, load them into the tank. <laughs> where, where, I, where do you get these ideas? I just this is this that is, one. This that is awesome. one is is totally. Um, it's an homage. We're gonna call it. You can call it a ripoff if you want. Of of Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime was a DS game, and it is incredibly fun. It's I don't know if it holds up today. I, have, I haven't played it too recently. But it's a goofy game where you are inside this tank and you have to run around to pick up ammo and load it into different cannons. But you can also just walk out of your tank, go walk into the enemy's tank, and mess them up and just <laughs> start beating up the other players while they're trying to load their tank. And it's it's this balance of offense, defense, and sabotage uh, that's just uh, nothing else captures it. So I want to take it and evolve it a little bit. And also create a sequel because they've never released a sequel in the U.S. So, mm. but yes. Yeah. So I don't know your family. You know, I don't know all your friends, but I know a whole lot of fools. So we need to. <laughs> I need to get all of those fools because we need to send money to get these in now. Um, because everybody knows. Everybody, I think, will agree who plays video games that train levels are generally the best levels in games. <laughs> Golden Eye, Shadows of the Empire, Uncharted, mm. you know, the so a <laughs> a train heist game where you're just on a train, uh don't see how that can go wrong. There you go. So I I'm, I'm I'm oh man, dang. Okay, yes. <laughs> I I not that I wasn't already watching, but I'm watching somehow harder now for those <laughs> for for all of those upcoming projects. Be on um, the lookout. I'm I'm hoping to get this burger one out and I'm going to try and wrap it up in the next few months if I can you know with the other games I'm making and and then immediately start one of these other ones and my my dream is to release a small game every season that way I've got three months 
to pour into a goofy small idea and then release it on Steam for two bucks, three bucks, and then say, hey, it's a multiplayer thing. Get your friends. Play this dumb game. <laughs> and well, sometimes those dumb games are, are the most fun, and you can that's just true. absolutely lose yourself in them. But um, yeah, that's the dream. Nice, nice. Uh, the only two quick questions that I have left, uh, these are coming out of left field, I'm just letting you know, <laughs> is one, can I get a note to give to my boss as to why I, my productivity is going to go down beyond all recognition when Skatefish comes out. I need that well, signed. Uh, you, you can just fax that to him. so that You, way... could, you could tell him it's a skill development seminar. Basically. There you go. It's a multi-week <laughs> seminar to develop both your skating and fishing skills. So it's hyper-efficient um, versus most games will teach you, what, one thing? Running and gunning? Sometimes two, but I mean, I can already run, so what am I really learning? <laughs> Good point, good point. I'm, I'm going to play this for him tomorrow at work <laughs> to make sure. And uh, this one's just a dumb question. Mm. Uh, but uh, how excited are you for the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection? Oh, uh, here we go. Oh, man. So, <laughs> all right, I'll let you down gently. My Metal Gear Solid experience is um, is two. Um, so I've, I've played through That's as cool. Raiden. Um, and I mean, it's fun. It's satisfying. It's it's such a goofy sim. Um, I think five's on my wish list. I'm waiting for it to go deep sale because uh, I really love just the immersive kind of elements. So I think those that'll be top of my list. But if I can get uh, the set and play through, I mean, um, those those key early titles, um, oh, be a good yeah. time. So I'm looking out for it. It'll be on my list. Scouter didn't think I was going to be able to work mm. Metal Gear. Got Winner. It. <laughs> it wasn't even prepared. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't even have any questions, so I'll, I'll let it slide. <laughs> uh, great, cool. So, uh, quick, quickly, I promise. Uh, so, we did mention right before. I uh, know. We'll just say instant development developer here. We won't yeah. say who, but uh, they they made posts about like. Again, uh, that they you know are going to charge developers. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they just made that statement, retracting that, of course. But like, so what was I guess the panic if like a game, um, dev- uh, game yeah. portal <laughs> way to make games uh, like does that? Yeah. Is that a oh my god? What are we going to do as a, as a team and um, you know mm-hmm. your future like? Uh, or is there, ah, you know, I'm going to go somewhere Yeah, else. yeah, I, I can speak to that. So the the recent Unity stuff is, it's kind of wild. Uh, it's very out of left field. But um, how do I want to go about this? It's tough to talk about. Um, it's, it's not difficult for me to talk about. It's tough to talk about in a way that will get the right ideas across. Mm-hmm. Um, the long and short of it is, I'm not concerned. Um, I was initially a little shocked but then did some research and thought okay this this there's a 90 percent chance this won't affect me uh and that's okay um as far as it affecting the company which then affects me there's something's definitely going to have to change or happen uh to unity but in the long and short of it i think for small teams of developers and especially solo devs and hobbyists um this change means nothing um, I have multiple projects, and while I'd love for them to do extremely well, and I do my best to make each one very good, I don't see myself as a company making above their limits for their, their pricing structure. Um, and as it stands, uh, they're reworking it right now. Who knows what it'll come out to be. But if it doesn't change, I won't be hurt by it, is my full prediction. And if I am, uh, then I'll have enough to hire a lawyer and <laughs> fight it legally. Um but I'm, I'm unconcerned, and I think that there's a lot of developers who are that shouldn't be. Um, all of my chats right now are people freaking out, jumping ship, and they got a right to do so. Honestly, Unity as a company has been a little scary to work with right. because they make, they make decisions uh, not unlike other billionaires who have a lot big companies that people care about and make surprising decisions with um, <laughs> that people don't always like. Unity has been like that, and I don't like it at all. However, I trust the product itself, and I don't think that these changes will affect me. There are some teams that it will. Larger teams that need to make a living off of games. That 200,000 or million or what not 
um, is easily below the threshold of, of a decent salary in the game development industry. And they have something to fear. And for mobile games that pass a certain number of downloads, like I'm hoping to release um, a game and I'm looking at competitors that have millions of downloads. That's over the thresholds that Unity is setting, and that's a little scary. Um, but I, I feel confident in a few things. I've, I have enough business sense to think that there's something else at play here. So here's, here's wild speculation theory time that helped me sleep at night. The wild speculation theory is Unity's stock is falling. Uh, Favor has definitely fallen out with the president and is falling out with the company uh, right now especially, but has been for a little while now. I think they want to buy out. I think they want someone to buy them. And you want to know a great way to get someone to buy your company, offer them a price, and then give them a bill that's higher than that price for all of your games that you're selling through Games Past or PS Plus or other such bundled deals because their agreement specifies that the distributor is going to have to pay the fees. So Microsoft is going to get hit by, who knows, hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars per Unity game um, on Xbox Game Pass. And then Unity's going to say, hey, pay this. Or maybe you could just buy us. <laughs> That's my wild speculation theory that helps me sleep at night. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying that there's strong evidence otherwise, but the way that they word it and the fact that they're slipping in this way, they would really benefit from it um, politically. So part of me is like, oh, this is just political. I don't know that for certain. This is all hearsay. Take it with a grain of salt. Don't hold, hold it to me if it doesn't happen, but do if it does. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm unconcerned, but the big companies that are already selling hundreds of thousands, millions of copies and have made that much. Um, the Among Us, um, the Cult of the Lamb, so on and so forth. That sucks. These are good games doing very well and that didn't agree to this when they made their game and yet it's going to apply to them. It just mm -hmm. goes to show most end-user license agreements, EULAs, state that they can change at any time after you agree to them. And here we have Unity making good on that, but any company can. And that's I don't know, that's kind of existentially scary. At the same time, there's checks and balances. Um, Microsoft can't just buy them out, or Sony could, or Nintendo, or Apple, for Apple Arcade, which works the same, similarly, I should say. Um, and if Unity goes bankrupt, which is the other the other way this could end, um, someone could buy them for cheaper then, and see the value of it. And anyways, it's going to get ugly before it's over, to quote... Um, Dr. Magnuson from Half-Life 2 Episode 2. But I think we're going to be okay. And if we're not, I've got my Unity install that I can launch without Unity Hub, and I can make games with the latest version, bugs and all. Um, and even if that's not true, I have a perpetual Unity 5 license, and I hate Unity 5, but I can use it. Um, and I can keep making games. Or learn Unreal. Or learn Godot. Or any of those other small engines. So, games will continue, hopefully with Unity and hopefully with far, far better management. Fantastic. What a great way to end this. Uh, thank, thank you again. Thank you. I know we're running on time, so I really appreciate, again, you coming back and doing this. It, it means a lot, and uh, always great to hear from you, of course, and uh, what you do. It's Man, I feel like I've seen everything of yours, and so it's, like, it's cool to actually talk to you and... Uh, Thank you so much for your time. Uh, so I will, uh, how do people find you? Yeah, um, I hate all social media. Yeah. Uh, but you can <laughs> find me um, on the social media formerly known as Twitter. Um, interesting, that got tied back in. Um, uh, if you hear, I'll throw this out here. If you know me personally, because there's a number of people who know me personally, you can find me on Facebook. Um, but Twitter is probably the easiest um, I update my website, ZachFierce.com, um, with whatever I'm working on, and I've been thinking about other ways I can use that site. But if you want to stay up to date, those are really the two best ways. You'll catch my updates there, and you can reach out anytime. Twitter, Discord. Um, Discord changed their username stuff recently, but I'm Zach Fierce on there. Okay, send me a tweet. DM me on... on, on, on send me, send me an, an X... On, on Twitter 
Um, and I'll 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 reply X to your X and get you, get you connected. But uh, feel free to reach out. Stop swearing so much. <laughs> I need a little a little beeper buzzer. I can use anytime. Now I got all this editing to do. Great. See, this is the part I need to edit now. Twitter. 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 <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I was saying swears during those. Days. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, awesome. Hit me up. Talk games to me. Um, if you're interested in making your own games, you don't know where to start. Talk to me. Um, I will get you in the right direction. I will answer your questions. Um, I've even been toying with doing um, like tutoring sessions and counseling sessions. Um, I guess tutoring makes more sense there. This isn't a psychological thing. Um, if, I was going to say I need it. These changes are hurting you psychologically. <laughs> Um, feel free to talk to me. I'm a hopeful guy, so I can hopefully cheer you up a little bit. Awesome. But, yeah. Look how easy it was to set up this podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not um, bad. I just found a nondescript uh, cinder block wall. And yeah. Hopefully next time you see me, I'll have an office behind yeah. me. Well, heck yeah. yeah. And then uh, we're on Spotify, so check us out. And um, on Robot Attack and uh, on YouTube, Scatterstone 5. And then Best Car Snake as well. Appreciate you. You can find him on Twitch and twitter uh so thank you all for coming and i really appreciate it thank Download you skatefish thank you, yeah thank you. look up skatefish and yes. check out zach yes. i really appreciate yeah, it yeah go look up skatefish watch my my dopey uh youtube shorts i'm on the tiktok <laughs> i'm gonna watch too. it now <laughs> gosh you can Great. find skatefish stuff on every platform Great. so cool gosh, sorry i'll awesome. sell myself no, got it it's fine <laughs> i'm done cool well thanks everyone see you next time bye, bye.